Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is uh, Wednesday, the 26th of July, 2023. I'm going to explain for you everything you need to know about the Hunter Biden guilty plea and the mess that occurred in the courthouse in Wilmington, Delaware today. From my own perspective, as having having taken more than 1,000 guilty pleas in my judicial career. But first this. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Lear Capital. Are you tired of feeling helpless while roller coaster markets and economic uncertainty wreak havoc on your savings? It's time to take control of your financial future and consider investing in gold. Gold has a long history as a safe haven for investors who want to diversify their wealth against economic uncertainty. Unlike paper investments, gold is easy to buy and easy to sell and easy to store and has never been worth zero. You all know that I am a, sp a paid spokesperson for Lear Capital. I know the folks at Lear. I trust the folks at Lear. I do my investing in gold and silver at Lear, and you should do the same. Lear has over 25 years of experience in the business and thousands of five-star reviews and a 24-hour purchase guarantee, risk-free. When I buy gold, I choose Lear. So call my friends at Lear. Use the 800 number below. Tell them the judge sent you, 800-511-4620. Get your gold and silver wealth protection information. 
get your investor information, get your questions answered with no pressure and no obligation to purchase. And for a limited time, you might be able to qualify for a $15,000 bonus gold with a qualifying purchase. So call my friends at Lear, 800-511-4620, or do as I do and go on the internet, learjudgenap.com. All right, so Hunter Biden, the son of the President of the United States of America and the notorious object of scorn because of his uh, despicable and disreputable personal behavior, uh, was indicted by uh, a federal grand jury in Wilmington, Delaware, on three charges, uh, two of uh, the willful failure to pay taxes in a timely manner, and one on the possession uh, of a, uh, actually four charges, one, the possession of a weapon by a person uh, addicted to drugs, and another, perjury uh, by uh, making an application for a a handgun permit and lying on it. So we'll start with with the handgun. Apparently, Hunter Biden has been uh, hopelessly addicted to drugs. I don't know if he's clean now. He claims that he's clean now. Uh, And I don't know if he was clean at the time that he applied for the uh, gun permit in Delaware, but he applied for the gun permit in Delaware. And when you apply for a gun permit, they ask you, are you addicted to controlled dangerous substances? He said no. He then published an autobiography in which he described a long period in his life in which he was addicted to controlled dangerous substances. So for that, he was indicted on two counts. One, possession of a weapon by a person who is hopelessly addicted to drugs. His defense is he's no longer addicted. Uh, And two, lying on the application. His defense was he forgot because he was no longer addicted at the time, he says, he made the application. So those are the two gun charges. The tax charges, notwithstanding the terror that the IRS causes in the lives of many people, uh, and notwithstanding the stigma of not paying your taxes, is relatively benign. The tax charges is not income tax evasion, so it's not cheating or lying. The tax charges are failure to file income taxes, and then once having filed, failure to pay the taxes that you agreed to pay. These are normally misdemeanors. A misdemeanor is a charge for which you are not indicted by a grand jury because you're only required, uh, the grand jury is only required to indict in the federal system for felonies. A misdemeanor is a charge for which the maximum time in jail is less than a year. A felony, of course, is a charge for which the minimum time in jail is more than a year. So he was indicted by a grand jury as if this were a felony. But if you look at the regulations of the Department of Justice, unless the person cheated on the taxes, unless the person hid their income from the uh, government, unless the person claimed that they made a lot less than they really made and the government found the truth and caught them red-handed, normally this is a misdemeanor. In Biden's case, it's a little ridiculous because the taxes have already been paid. So as soon as he got caught, as soon as the Fed said, hey, you filed your taxes, you owe us a couple of million, where is it? He paid it. I don't know where he got the money from. Maybe he went to his father's uh, wealthy donors and somebody loaned him the money. The IRS doesn't care where you get the money from as long as you don't steal it. 
So the taxes have been paid. So essentially, we're talking about a punishment for a period of time during which he had the money that belonged to the IRS. Did he pay a fine for this on top of the taxes? Yes. Did he pay interest for it on top of the taxes? Yes. Most people are not prosecuted for this. Most people, once you pay the tax and once you pay the fine for paying the tax late, and once you pay the interest on the tax money that you owed, the IRS is happy to wash their hands of you. But because he is the president's son, uh, and because of the disgusting behavior of his made manifest on this uh, laptop, the, the, the saga of the laptop is another story which we can discuss at another time. But obviously, the IRS is aware of the behavior on the laptop. Because of all of this, they decided to indict him. So he's indicted on the four charges. There are two failure to pay taxes. It's for two years. The perjury charge, that's lying on the application. And then the possession of the gun by a person who's hopelessly addicted. Okay, so his lawyers sit down with the federal prosecutors and say, let's make a deal. Actually, the feds called his lawyers in and said, let's make a deal. We really don't want to prosecute this case. Uh, the feds usually don't prosecute cases. That is, they don't bring them to trial. They get 99, literally 99% of their cases are disposed of by plea bargain. So they only charge cases where they know they have a tremendous amount of evidence. They often overcharge like they did uh, with the people who were involved in January 6th, charging them with sedition when they really only want them to plead a trespassing. Uh, but that's the way they operate. So they called Biden's uh, Hunter Biden's lawyers in and said, let's make a deal. What kind of a deal can we make? And they came up with a deal whereby, remember, the taxes are already paid. You're not going to see this in the, in the New York Post and in other publications that hate the son because they hate the father. I'm looking at this from a judicial perspective, not from the perspective of a conservative Republican that wants old Joe out of office, not from the perspective of a, of a monk that thinks Hunter should be tormented because of his horrible personal behavior, but from the perspective of a judge who's looking at a plea bargain. The plea bargain called for no jail time. That's not a big deal. Most people don't go to jail for paying their taxes late. They go to jail when they have evaded taxes by cheating on the taxes and lying to the IRS. That is jailable. But rarely does a person go to jail for paying their taxes late. And I've never heard of a person going to jail for paying their taxes late, but where the taxes were already paid by the time the case got into court. But the plea deal that he arranged, that his lawyers arranged for him, called for probation, no jail time because the taxes have been paid. And then there is this issue of the gun. So the government was willing to allow him to enter into what's called pretrial intervention. This is a probationary program whereby if you don't drink and don't take drugs and don't break the law, and promise not to do it again, the charges against you are dismissed. Under the federal system, 
And under every state system, everyone gets one free bite of the apple. You actually can get two, a free bite of the apple under the federal system and a free bite of the apple under the state system. What do I mean by a free bite of the apple? I mean a freebie. I mean, okay, you did this, but nobody was really harmed by it. All right, you lied on the uh, application, but maybe you weren't addicted to drugs by the time you made the application. Okay, you once were addicted to drugs and you now have it, but you're technically a violation, but you didn't harm anybody with the gun. So here's what we're going to do. If you stay clean for six months, we'll dismiss these two counts involving the gun. Those type of programs occur every day in every courthouse, state and federal, in the United States of America for a couple of reasons. One, believe it or not, sometimes the government does have a heart. And two, believe it or not, the government just doesn't have the resources to prosecute every case that comes before it. And it likes these pretrial interventions. So Hunter Biden walked into court this morning uh, expecting to plead guilty to two counts, misdemeanor counts, no jail time, of not paying his taxes on time and expecting to enter into the pretrial intervention program. No booze, no alcohol whatsoever, not even a glass of wine at dinner. Urine testing unannounced that can knock on your door and say, here, fill the cup. Uh, no drugs uh, whatsoever. Stay clean. Don't break the law. At the end of six months, the charges against you involving the gun will be dismissed. The court said, now, well, before I get to the court said, there are two kinds of judges that accept guilty pleas. There are those who say, okay, my job is to resolve disputes between the government and the defendant. Now the government and the defendant are in my courtroom and they both want the same thing. There is no dispute. The government says, we agree to the plea deal. The defendant says, we agree to the agree deal. We agree to the plea deal. Most judges would say, okay, plea deal is accepted. Because the judicial job is not to make law. It's not to make public policy. It's not to say who's good and who's bad. It's to resolve disputes. And if there is no dispute, the case is over. That's the way most judges would look at it. When I was on the bench, I did not do that. When I was on the bench, I took the position, I am not a potted plant. And if I think that the penalty is too harsh or the penalty is too light, or the um, agreement is to a crime that the defendant really didn't commit. It's just a, a made-up crime in order to get rid of the case. I'm not going to accept it. Today, the judge in the case was of that latter mentality to which your humble correspondent belonged when, when he was on uh, the bench. And she basically said a couple things. One, um, what, what does the gun have to do with the tax cases? It really should be two separate cases. And I'm uncomfortable resolving both. And two, here's the kicker. Are there any other charges about to come down the pike against Hunter Biden? Now, when she said that, the defense said no. And the state said, the government said, maybe. And then the defense said, well, what do you mean, maybe? The purpose of this guilty plea is to resolve all of the cases against Hunter Biden in one place before one judge at one time. So then she says, oh, you guys got to talk more because if the government has more cases, you need to know about it. Maybe you don't want him to plead to these cases. Maybe you want a universal settlement, defense counsel. 
This is a universal settlement. The government told us that by entering these pleas today and entering this pretrial intervention program today, the government is finished with Hunter Biden, the government. No, we never told you that. And there are some other things we're investigating and we may bring other charges against him. That's what caused the judge to say, okay, I am not rejecting the guilty plea forever. I'm just rejecting it today. I think you guys and gals should get together and sit down and resolve this. Now, the judge did not say what I'm about to say. There is a principle of law called the entire controversy doctrine. And it basically says, if you're going to sue somebody and you have five causes of action against them, you can't sue them for one and resolve it and then sue them for the other four. You got to bring all five at once. If you're going to prosecute somebody and you got five causes of action, you can't prosecute them for three and hold two back. You got to prosecute them for all five at once. You got to lay your cards on the table. We're not playing uh, games here. So if the government has more potential charges against Hunter Biden under the Constitution, he's entitled to know what those charges are. And the government is required to lay them out so that when a, a guilty plea is entered, it's a universal guilty plea. It ends all the prosecutions against him. I don't know what defense counsel knew when they walked into the courtroom this morning. The government says defense counsel knew there were more charges coming. Defense counsel says, no, we didn't. You specifically told us this is it. The judge doesn't know. But the judge, in my opinion, did absolutely the right thing. First of all, she's not a potted plant in the same mold that your humble correspondent was. And secondly, uh, the entire controversy doctrine, which, which militates a level of fairness to the defendant, says, you're the government. You got more charges against him? Tell him what they are. He can't plead guilty to half of them and then have you come after him for the other half. He's entitled to know all the charges against him. So I don't think this is going to be resolved uh, today. He, uh, uh, Hunter Biden, quite properly entered not guilty pleas to the four charges, the two tax charges and the two uh, gun charges, and then went home. And now his lawyers will sit down with the government and say, okay, what are the other charges? Let's just lay them out on the table and resolve them all at one time before one judge with one guilty plea, or we'll try all these charges at once. But before we can enter a guilty plea, we need to know what the charges are, what the evidence is, what the government intends to do with the evidence. So that's basically what happened today. Two other events uh, happened today. The United States Congress did something that has never happened before and in my experience in criminal cases, it attempted to enter the criminal case as a friend of the court. And the United States Congress basically says in the House of Representatives, we have other evidence against him, judge, uh, and we want to bring that evidence to you. Now, if I were the judge, I would fine the House of Representatives for filing a frivolous piece of litigation. I'm going to use the language of the streets. The court doesn't give a damn what the Congress thinks about a criminal prosecution. If a member of Congress 
in the course of his or her official duties comes upon criminal evidence about a person who is already a criminal defendant in a criminal case, bring it to the prosecutors. You don't bring it to the judge. The prosecutors will decide whether or not they want to prosecute. There's a clause in the Constitution called the Bill of Attainder Clause. What's a bill of attainder? Well, bills of attainder are prohibited, thanks be to God, under our Constitution. The British Parliament used to uh, engage in bills of attainder. As far as I know, they may still do so. A bill of attainder is a legislative determination of guilt. So the Congress would vote as a matter of law, Hunter Biden is guilty, and the Congress would decide what his punishment is. Because the British Parliament often did that to British politicians, and they tried to do it to American colonials, when Madison wrote the Constitution, he made sure that bill, bills of attainder were prohibited. Came ever so close to a bill of attainder, whereby the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, which hates Joe Biden and hates Hunter Biden, and I understand that hatred. Uh, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I understand it. Wanted to enter a criminal uh, case as if they were the prosecutors. Guess what, guys? The Congress doesn't prosecute. The U.S. attorneys do. If you have dirt or if you have criminal evidence on Hunter Biden or on the father or on anybody, bring it to the uh, appropriate prosecutors. Uh, the judge today uh, didn't quite treat the Congress as harshly as I've, as I've just suggested to you. I would treat them, uh, but she disregarded uh, the Congress, the House of Representatives application to become involved in the case. Second thing that happened today was bizarre. Uh, and I have heard of this before. Uh, a young lawyer on the defense team uh, called uh, the judge's chambers uh, to ask if the judge was going to favorably receive the application uh, of the House Ways and Means Committee chair, what I've just been talking about, the House of Representatives, to enter the case. And whatever this young lawyer said to the judge's clerk, the judge's clerk thought. He, the clerk, was talking to a lawyer for the government rather than a lawyer for the defendant. That may have been an innocent confusion in the phone call and, and the rush to get this done with all the national press there in the courtroom and right outside the courthouse. Or it may have been an intentional and material misrepresentation by this young lawyer for the defense. I sort of doubt the latter because that could result in her loss of her license to practice law. But whatever it was, the judge, and I don't blame her, I'd be upset about this as well, was upset that her clerk did not know who the clerk was talking to. It's a voice on the phone. Am I talking to defense counsel who wants to know if they have to answer the brief filed by the House of Representatives, or am I talking to the government lawyers who really don't want the Congress involved either. So the court said, let's resolve that issue as well. That's it. That's everything that happened uh, in the courtroom today. You're going to read different versions of this tomorrow. If, if you go to a website or a newspaper that hates old Joe, you're going to read uh, a different version. But I have given it to you, the straight and narrow, as I perceive it from among all the experience I've had, which, as I said, is more than a thousand uh, guilty pleas uh, in my career. More as we get it. Uh, tomorrow, Matt Van Dyke. I can't tell you where he's coming from, but it's not the United States of America at nine o'clock in the morning. 
Jack Devine, who knows where he's coming from, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And at 2 o'clock on Friday afternoon, the one and only Scott Ritter. More as we get it, whether it's Hunter Biden or whether it's Ukraine. Judge Napolitano. I hope you liked this. If you did, like, subscribe, tell a friend. Judge Napolitano for Judging Freedom.